0: Like have fun along the way.
1: Mm-hmm. We certainly did. Cuz we certainly do yeah. and certainly did. I can tell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Makes me want to come to Boston and like oh, no. hang out. Be see careful, what's going we'll on. I get you. I- <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm from San Francisco. You know, you, I could look like a hippie standing on a corner. You never yeah. know. Oh, well,
2: uh, <laughs> we got you,
1: and we got plenty of those. We got plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: I'll hop in the van. Um, thank you so much for coming, uh, Wenelia Rivera and Gina Cristo, um, and good luck to Iana Presley. Sounds mm-hmm. like she's rocking um, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, look forward to uh, celebrating her in November, and uh, and beyond just election day uh, you've been listening to women's magazine here on mutiny radio.fm in san francisco i'm global val and remember just when your aspirations seem outrageous hey inspiration is contagious peace thank you and thank you to she the people
2: oak lovers married voices i knew where i was going not ladies
3: Sisters, singers, sinners, shouters Lord, Lord, Lord on me
2: she and she and she My grave's kept clean Valencia, who's really welcome. Where are we? Where were we? On Valencia? Crafty women, Dora the Red, Guerrera Roja, the building of women.
0: Yeah, you've been listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val. Here we are at MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, the Common Thread Collective is not happening this day. It is the third Friday, so we're, we're taking that th- third Friday off. But we will be back next Friday on the 28th of September 2018. So I wanted to give folks, uh, while I still have that, some time here, a little heads up about a few things to look out for. Um, tomorrow, Saturday September twenty second. It is the autumnal equinox, but it is also a uh, nomadic press uh, book release party at the Oce- at the Oakland Peace Center at one eleven Fairmount in Oakland, uh, in the Fellowship Hall. Um, nomadic Press has just uh, put out seven new journals, including our friend uh, and. Uh, mistress of ceremonies at the Poems Under the Dome, E.K. Keith. Um, she's had a book of her public her poems poetry published. It is called Ordinary Villains, and it is really exciting, and we're very proud of her. Um, and uh, definitely try to get a copy. Check out Nomadic Press and um, pick up a copy of E.K. Keith's poetry book. Um, she got it reviewed by none other than SF Poet Laureate Kim Shuck and also California Book Award winner Tongo Ison Martin. Um, so it's a really, I, I'm excited to hold, hold the book in my hands, um, but you should definitely try to get a copy as well. So big congratulations to E.K. Keith. Um, also happening uh, throughout San Francisco, Oakland, and Berkeley this week uh, all the way until September 30th is the Latino Film Festival so um, you can get more information about that at sflatinofilmfestival.org um, and that goes through it's 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 happening now it started last week and it goes until September 30th um, so definitely check that out uh, various venues around uh, San Francisco and the Mission District and also in the East Bay as well and yeah, again, I wanted to thank uh, Amy Allison for organizing the She the People Summit here in San Francisco. Uh, it was an inaugural event, if, so to speak, um, and it was a really inspiring thing. Uh, as you heard, my guests from Women's Magazine today, um, Gina Christo and Will Nelia Rivera, um, organizers, political organizers, and strategists from Boston. Uh, Will was the senior advisor to Ayanna Presley, um, who is um, who won the the Massachusetts primary challenged a 10-term incumbent Democrat um, and won handily the primary. Um, so she's going to go into the ballot November 6th uh, in uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. So uh, there are a diversity of voices who are running for politics. Um, there are women across this country and at every level of politics who are not only running, but also strategizing and winning um, to try to, you know, get some different voices in the room so that we can actually utilize our democracy in a way that can benefit communities, um, to try to take the, uh, you know, less ego driven and more results driven approach. Um, which makes me think of our friend, Amy Fairweiss, um, who we haven't seen in a while since she ran for mayor, uh, this, this past summer, um, But she's always talking about, you know, let's let's get get past the ego part of politics, because in a democracy, we're supposed to have representation of what the society wants. Um, And we obviously see that that doesn't happen, especially when uh, Congress passes a $717 billion U.S. defense budget. and, um, and the Pentagon loses trillions and trillions of dollars. And like, I don't know where it went. Um, and that's not and no- that's not an exaggeration of numbers. So, uh, do your homework, but also take care of yourselves and, um, I'll be back next Friday, women's magazine. I'm very excited for next Friday. Um, I'm also kind of a little nervous because um, I'm going to be interviewing the women who uh, not only produced and directed, but also starred in, in in a sense, um, the film warrior women, uh, which is essentially a documentary um, about uh, some of the Lakota Sioux uh, from North Dakota, um, who have been actively you know trying to get rights and recognition uh, for their 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 peoples um for for a long time now um so the film is made by and and produced directed by um elizabeth castle and christina king two young uh filmmakers um who made a film about uh madonna thunderhawk and her daughter marcy gilbert um, and the survival school that they had in the 70s um the american indian movement um uh they they talk about um the occupation of Alcatraz that happened here for 19 months uh the island was occupied by the American Indian Movement um and uh also bringing us up to uh Standing Rock and, um, it, it's a really well made documentary. They've pulled in footage from various archives, including KQED archives. So I was like back, like that kid, like sitting like too close to the TV, watching KQED going, oh, wow, this is what people do to try to save and change the world. Um, you know, I probably saw Diamond Dave on KQD when I was a kid having the hippie funeral. So, um, anyhow, it's a really amazing film, uh, warrior women. And so I'm going to be interviewing all, all of, all of those amazing women. They're going to get on a conference call and call us, call me here at Mutiny Radio. Um, so, uh, please tune into that. Uh, I find it rather appropriate as well as we go towards, um, San Francisco's first indigenous people's day as, uh, the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco did vote in favor of changing Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. So Monday, October 8th, there's going to be another sunrise ceremony on Alcatraz, and I'm going to try to go. Um, so I've never been, I've never been to Alcatraz, actually, (coughs) which people think is funny because I'm from here. Um, but you know, I'm not a tourist. Um, and I've also read a lot about it. So I feel like I've been there, but, um, I always said that I would only really want to go if there was like a sunrise ceremony for Thanksgiving day where they do that. um, But now it's going to be indigenous people's day on October 8th. So hopefully I can, I can, I can make that happen um, because we are seeing a change in uh, an, 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 an opening I believe in, Uh, our country and in our mindset and around the world. And uh, obviously with the engagement that people are able to um, utilize of social media uh, in order to understand and see what's really happening around the world and, and having that compassion pour through. Um, And I really, as an as an environmentalist myself, I really truly see that we need to uh, I've always felt that we've need to honor the earth but we really need to honor the people who really understand the earth. Um, our indigenous uh, communities here in the Bay area and across this, na- this nation, we'll call it a nation <clears throat> and just across this whole continent and, and it, and also around the world, uh, indigenous people who, you know, have just traditionally wanted to live their lives. And yet, uh, you know, colonizers have come in, imperialists have come in, factories have come in, polluters have come in, governments have come in um, and, and, you know, let the polluters pollute and don't listen to the people. And then when the people stand up, they'll rubber bullet into ter- tear gas them. Like we've saw most recently at standing rock in, in a very large way. Um, but I don't think that that those forces are going to win anymore. I really feel like there's an opening an opening of minds, um, to understand the integration of life. So, um, Thank you for listening to Women's Magazine. Thank you for sharing your own visions. And I will end with a poem here. And uh, we'll be back next week, September twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. And after this, I'm going to play a podcast um, from September seventh, where we were gearing up for the the March, the Climate March, um, Rise for Climate Jobs and Justice. And we had some amazing guests there that day. So um, I'm going to throw that podcast on after this and a little bit of music. But I, but I thank you. I thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you for caring. Um, thank you for doing the good work that you do. Every little bit helps. So here's a poem that I wrote on my birthday a couple of weeks ago. Visions awaken through inspiration. Open your eyes. Seek and find what you wish to be. Call to the far reaches. The echo is destiny. Pump love and passion into even the faintest notion of what could be a colorful yarn unraveling to unleash your story, a call and response of your dreams and reality. I'm Global Val. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back next Friday, the 28th with Warrior Women on Women's Magazine and uh, and, and more on the Common Thread Collective. Take care everyone and take care of each other. Peace.
4: El aire que trae en su mano la flor del pasado, su aroma de ayer. Codice muy que tú oído su canto aprendido del amanecer. Nos dice con voz misteriosa, de nardo y de rosa, de luna y de miel, que santo es el amor de la tierra, que triste la ausencia que dejó el ayer. Que santo es el amor de la tierra, que triste la ausencia que dejó el ayer. del atardecer nos dice con voz misteriosa de nardo y de rosa de luna y de miel que santo es el amor de la tierra que triste la ausencia que dejó el ayer que santo es el amor De la ausencia que dejó el ayer
0: Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next here on MutinyRadio.fm. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like changing the law to make it healthier for everyone, hey, you know what? Inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. Stay tuned. times they are changing. changin Wowzy. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. And that
5: was Bob Dylan, 1963 or so. And uh, for a while it seemed to fade and so on, and, but, but we wouldn't forget it. Uh, that's the first time Bob Dylan went worldwide, nationwide, saying the times they are changing. Well, it looks to me it's happening again. And once again, Val... This is the role of the show, the common thread collective. And hey, that comes from these four lines that came to me. What do we do? We cast a wide net. We find the common thread. We let the life flourish. And I say don't panic. I just keep it organic. And hey, Val. Yo, yeah, Dave. Tomorrow, uh, this is a peak roll for the March tomorrow, which is going to be, my, to my sense, that this is going to be amazing. This is going to be special. And here we are. And I have, uh, uh, here's the Gilda on our listening tour out of the Denai, Denai Nation. Here's... Uh, Uh, Here's uh, here's Kelly. Kelly, I know from from Occupy many times, she's a photographer. And here you are again. Kelly, welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Thank
6: you very much, Dave. Glad to be here.
5: And Well, good, good to be here and good to be doing what we're doing. And you brought a guest with you too, a special person.
6: I did. I brought Loa Numea Tola. Sorry, I probably butchered that again.
5: No, no, she's putting her time up. Close, close enough.
6: <laughs> she is a activist with the Pacific Island Contingent, and she is here to talk about her group and why she's here and what we're doing.
5: And, uh, and we're all connected. And uh, this be, uh, this be uh, Gilda from the Dene Nation. And those connections we can think of between the oceanic, the people out there on those islands, and where, what's happened at Dene Nation, which is kind of an island too in a way if we look at that way, but we're coming together. We're finding that common thread. So Kelly, why don't you talk about what you've been doing now for months to help bring this out. Talk a bit about it. So glad that you're there and here.
6: Well, for since about June, we started planning a massive climate march because the climate summit is coming to San Francisco. <clears throat> so we started gathering back then. And at the very first uh, planning meeting, there was over 200 people there. And I'm not exaggerating. The line was out the door for a half hour. It was extraordinary. Wow. We have dozens and dozens of groups coming together, representing and planning this Whole extravaganza from the march to speakers to songs and creating art and the very largest street mural that has ever been created. That's the big goal. Yeah, very exciting. Saturday, here we go.
5: Saturday, here we go. So, in the morning, Saturday, when about 10 or so people are gathering, where?
6: Mm-hmm. We are gathering at the Ferry Building at Embarcadero. The march will start at 10 o'clock. The, there will be two specific um, ceremonial moments at 11 and 2 o'clock where we'll have some moments of silence and then we'll move into song.
5: And so at that point, we'll still, for that hour, we'll still be in front of the ferry building. Is that right?
6: Correct. And then we'll be heading down to Civic Center.
5: And people are, are encouraged, I guess, to find one another. They've been doing that. So we're going to have a wide variety of contingents, I, I assume.
6: Uh, yeah, dozens and dozens and dozens of contingents coming together. We are leading the march with uh, indigenous grandmothers. And so we want to make sure that women know that if you're an indigenous person, and please come to the front of the march and lead it with us.
5: Wowzy. And uh, in fact, Gilda, you've come all the way. You've made this part of your listening tour to uh, to be part and parcel of this. Am I right?
6: Um, Yes, Dave. I think there's a common thread here.
5: That's what we're talking about.
6: To come out and lead the March tomorrow with um, everybody here. And the common thread is that, you know, we all care about Mother Earth. We want to be able to have a clean, healthy environment for all our peoples. And that includes everybody here. So that's our common thread, Dave. Thank you so much.
5: Well, that's an important common thread. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that you're here on a beautiful Friday afternoon, and we've been doing this for how long? Many years, right?
0: Many years, Dave, yes. You Many. and I have been doing this show together since 2011. But uh, the oh, common Congratulations. Thre- Thank you. Yeah. And the Common Thread Collective goes back a couple of years before that. That's so right. this, this might be the 10th anniversary of Common Thread Collective oh,
5: And the role that's emerged is that we're we're kind of a voice, not the voice, but kind of a voice of what's happening, and we encourage people to come and play the music, we encourage people to bring their word, their spoken word, their poetry, whatever we can put put out there around the planet, and put it out there and do it and be a voice of all this.
0: So Lola, welcome. Welcome, Dave. Thank you so much. But come here for a second before we'll, we'll we'll see you we'll see you tomorrow, Gilda. Okay. And okay. thank you for being, Gilda. Okay, Gilda. Thank you for being on a women's magazine today. That's right. And so people can, uh, Women's Magazine will be a podcast. Uh, it is probably already, or will be soon. Yeah, it very well may be. Mut- Mutinyradio.fm is, is where we broadcast live, stream live around the planet, and also in our podcast archive, you can search for our shows, Women's Magazine, and also here, Common Thread Collective. And uh, the search by the date today is September 7th, 2018, by the way. And if you were
5: talking about finding one another, there in front of the ferry building, and bring your uh, bring your uh, bring your colors, bring your art, art, bring whatever you like to bring, because that's what this show is like. This is a radio. This is you can hear it, but we can't quite see it yet. <laughs> but uh, but when you're on tomorrow we'll be seeing it, we'll be connecting with one another, we'll be feeling this amazing energy, Kelly, and amazing energy that you and I know goes back to a long, long time. But I. I can keep remembering those days in Occupy where we occupied, where we brought our tents, where we had, where we served the food, where we served free food, where we shared, where community emerged, and you have a lot of those pictures, don't you?
6: I have a lot of those pictures, Dave. Yes. And,
5: and where can they be found?
6: Uh, they can be found on my website, kellyjohnsonrevolutionaryphotography.com
5: Alright. Well, hey yeah. Val, it's amazing how uh, all these connections come together mm-hmm. and uh sometimes to many times to our surprise and, oh, yes. we build it up, and uh, this role that we do not have the voice but a voice a out and I,
0: yeah i i mean i i'm just so i'm just so happy to be a part of all this in in terms of uh being a place where we can come together, where um, everyone can bring their passions, um, share their work, share their words, connect, um, and we can, you know, spread the love from San Francisco, because that's, that's what it's all about. And, uh, Gilda, um,
5: they have, they have other events to go to. We go mention, we'll mention, uh, that we mentioned that we're getting together that we're finding one another that we'll be doing it uh, for sure and uh, so here we are and kelly kelly what occurs to me now is of course have you been speaking when you've had your monthly meetings and your weekly sub meetings and Really been devoted to this just like you were devoted to Occupy, uh, taking pictures, occupying, making it help, making it together, chronicling us. It's only talk about where we go from here. This is a big step forward, and where we go from here. Can I interject
1: here, Diamond Day? I just wanted to, you know, I'm just very happy to be here on your show. Um, our show, you know, I'm from a a small island in the Pacific, and that's um, and we, my brothers and sisters from the Pacific Islands, we, we are, we're from. Small islands, you know, mm. Dave. But we feel that we we are big. We're actually from a big island because we also look at the Great Pacific Ocean as also our land. oh yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm just also so proud as, as Val said that perhaps today is your 10th anniversary for your show. And I just have to say, I mean, as, as small people from us, we're we're not small people at big all. People. We're big, small p- small and we people. are big people, aren't we, Strong Dave? Are oh <laughs> big people, well, I but was... yeah. Go ahead. But um, as a humbled people, I guess is what I mean. A humbled people coming from a place that. You know, um, far off from the belly of the beast, the United States of America, a humble yeah. indigenous people. It's with gratitude and, and with great mana that I sit here and listen to you about how amazing you know to be here in San Francisco, a place of struggle that I always learned about when I was growing up, even in, in, in um, when I was growing up in Tonga, and also when I was growing up in Utah when we came when we came as immigrants through the Mormon Church to Utah. That's oh, that's, that's yeah. where I grew up. San Francisco was a place to always dream about one day you're going to go as an activist, you know, and and being the movements, the movements for struggle and for change. And I'd forgotten that it was the Mormons who
5: uh, who actively went out there the, uh, converting people is what they do. You have to spend a couple of years at a certain point in your life when you're young to going out somewhere to be sent out, out there by these old Mormon guys. Cross-flighting missions. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> the word.
1: And what's, what's your island, by the way? Tonga. It's right by Samoa and Fiji. Tonga. I wasn't yeah. no. But you know, some other islands that we're representing on Saturday are the Marshall Islands, which is in the forefront of climate change. The, the islands are sinking I mean, most, actually, the Pacific Islands, uh, we have parts in every island country that is sinking. Uh, Kiribati is also an island that is going underwater right now as we What's talk. That, what island is uh, that? Kiribati. Spell yeah. it, please. Yes, K-I-R-I-B-A-T-I. And then also Tuvalu, and, and islands of also Papua New Guinea. Mm. Yeah, we have climate warriors. Uh, excuse me, climate refugees looking um, for, uh, are relocating from their homelands. And one another,
5: so it sounds to me as if you spend a lot of your uh, waking hours uh, connecting with other people from these islands, and then bringing it yes. to the world. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're my people. You know, yeah. they're they're in my heart. You know that. Um, you know, uh, when we were talking about when Gilda was talking about, she's Diné, and we were talking about our common thread. That's you awesome. know, as a Tongan person, our land is called Fonua, and then when the baby is born, and uh, and you know the mother and the baby, they're connected by an umbilical cord. cord, and then when you and you have to separate them and so you cut it and when you take the and what you do is you take the umbilical cord and you go and you bury it in the land so the umbilical cord is also called funua. So the many, yeah. many umbilical
0: cords, generations yeah. of umbilical yes. cords. That connection to home connection yes. to
1: life, the life source. The baby is never is never disconnected from the mother so the land is is our mother. It's really when you say mother earth the land is as, as a pacific people and I feel we share this with indigenous people all over the world and even people who may dare claim they're not indigenous, you know that they dare claim they're not indigenous people because of their westernization and their colonization. We're here. We'll hold we'll hold that land because we still remember. We wow. still remember where our placenta is. It's sealed to my land, and, and to all my brothers and sisters. You know, we're voyaging people, Diamond Dave, people who have voyaged for so many, so many centuries. Wow! And so this uh, on
5: your island, there's generations of umbilical cords. Yeah, right there So good to the earth, and it turns to the earth. So we what you grow there, and we what you walk on there, there's umbilical cords of generations. And whatever the Mormons, they don't like this kind of thing. Of course, they like to wipe that uh, that kind of thing out because they want you to be a Mormon it was uh, tough
1: growing up there but But hey we made it out and you made it out and you continue to bury those umbilical cords but you know uh, Dave you know we love the the youth people that we grew up with also the Diné in Utah I mean those are people that kept us alive too their spirits even if we didn't see people all the time because we were separated we were told that we were not indigenous when we came as Mormons we were told that we were only coming for the American dream that we were supposed to follow you know the colonial um, mass and the colonial pattern, but um, we th- we thank the indigenous people of Utah. I will always remember them in my heart and so those beautiful canyons in Utah that kept us alive so many years that we lived there. So I so much gratitude to that land. So can it's
5: I? A, it's I'm a, sorry. A, can ahead, I ask uh, a question? Kelly, this free this is free <laughs> willing conversation.
6: Can you, Loa, talk about how um, your folks? integrate kind of spirituality with their environmentalism I've heard a little bit about it but I'd love to hear an elaboration on on that connection and and how the two are almost symbiotic
5: how we found one another how we happen to be sitting on a beautiful Friday afternoon mm-hmm. with our inspired my history and her history, your are here today yes, and yes. here we are from the Ohio to Utah and finding one another what and and uh, finding one another because we're talking about an American dream but it's not an American dream of the power it be. It's not the American people you want you to convert to the Book of Mormon or whatever book they want you to, to uh, bow to. But instead it's about finding one another and building communities, which is both uh, what I'm saying to. I think what you're saying, Kelly, well we come from these different, I'm 80 years old, so I, I was called, I come out of Minnesota. Minnesota. And I hear I have some Ojibwe, uh, but in fact, most of it is Jewish and uh, whatever, but here we found one another and we share this dream, which is not the dream of the powers that be, but the dream of people arising, finding one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the times there are changes, as Bob yeah. Dylan way are dear. And so we're way back then, women stepping up, men stepping back perhaps, that seems to be the time we're in, and a new world being born. Take it Yes, away.
1: yes, Dave. It is the dream of our ancestors that were together here in Mutiny Radio on this afternoon of Friday at the wake of the greatest, biggest, largest uh, march against climate change yet. Again, says, as Penny Opal said, um, climate change, hey, let's call it for what it is, climate destruction. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, just to answer your question, you know, that's why I stand here in such humility, um, Val and, and Dave and Kelly, in, in this Ohlone land that we're in Yalamu, San oh Francisco, yep. and where I live in Berkeley, in Huchin, Ohlone, Lishan Ohlone. Um, to, to be able to, to come through, I was telling about our immigration journey through the Mormon Church to Utah, forgetting so much things about our being indigenous, mm. but I think um, my ancestors, with all the struggle of coming to the belly of the beast, my ancestors wanted us to come here. so we could relearn these things so we could reclaim these things so I could sit in this room with you guys and we can march together with our voices because Kelly the truth is um, my tongue and people we've lost so many of our indigenous chants and things um, especially at the making of of the nation which we had to have a kingdom we had to have a king unite so many of the brilliant independent um, um, uh, kingdoms that were already there you know they had to be it, it had to become this kind of homogenous thing under a kingdom mm-hmm. so um, we've lost so many of these things but that's why i'm so grateful for my pacific is still strong and i'm so grateful for the new zealand maori brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in aotearoa new zealand mm-hmm. and of course shout out kumu kaui um, um who is a sister of ours um who who lives here in in the bay area who helps us so much with the pacific islanders so much love to the kanaka maoli of um hawaii that's the native hawaiians for standing up for saying no, actually we have to say no to to America, to America KKK. We have to say no, we have to stop the genocide of indigenous people Mm -hmm. from the Pacific and we have to stop our our colonization. Just to quickly throw it out there that, for instance, you know, Kelly, uh, in Aotearoa, Aotearoa in a place called Wanganui. They have, uh, I think it was 2017, they gave um, they had fought for 140 years to fight for their river, the Wanganui River. And it was finally um, given to them and it has personhood. Nice. So the Wanganui yeah, yeah, River is a person. So but you, uh, yeah, people are like so what does that mean that a river is a person? Hmm. Well what that means, Dave is that um, what that means is that the the spirit Yes, the spirit is is strong, and when uh, there's a company, say, who wants to come and frack around that land, who wants to come and destroy the land, who wants to come and pollute those waters, they will have to answer to a whole entire tribe, Hmm. not just one person, not just like a leader, not just one person, you know, like, oh, the president of your tribe would have, no, they have to answer to a whole entire tribe. That means generations of people, the past, the future, and the present. Wow. So that's kind of a lot of people that you're going to, and, and a lot of spirits and a lot of power that you're going to have to answer to. And where's so, the so river again? Wanganui River is in uh, Northland. It's in the northern part of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Wow. Mm-hmm. It
6: seems so like a, a, a way better
1: personhood than
6: corporations.
0: Yes. Yeah, right? It
6: seems uh, way more realistic and honest. And Because uh, right, uh, it's this actually
0: something that's, that's alive. Yeah. And exactly. this has been happening... Yes. This has been
5: happening all over the planet mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Yes. But I think we're entering a time in which all of these different personhoods are coming back together. That's why I say take on the wall, open the doors, take on the walls, get rid of the borders too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, collectives, I believe in that, but borders just line on their map. Yes, and yes. We're, 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 something is emerging here, and it's much more than just a change of government. Much more important than, than just one group going out or another group coming in, but an understanding. It's where spirits, politics, poetry, personhood as you said, <laughs> all the things they love. All, well, I see that, but <laughs> you're more than naturally all meet, and it can meet naturally right here and uh, right here. At, and this is just by a, a strange turn. Uh, this is called Mutiny Radio, and when they meet and I take it from the Pirate Cat Radio, which was called originally, this was also Pirate Radio, but they discovered it, but were heard by thousands of people around the planet on the internet as we speak now. Plus, I will tell you, the podcast goes up as soon as the show is over, so Great. you can hear it. Nice. You can hear it uh, on your uh, on your laptop or on your phone or whatever. It's right there, and uh, you get some ideas. And I want you to uh, I want to tell you is that, uh, that you, as you're running into people, as you can meet people and they're sharing their various struggles, their various communities, their various loves. Tell them about this Friday afternoon because yes. everybody's welcome here. And also, if you play music, if poetry that's sometimes called the spoken word is what you do, as you can see. Come on through because we've we cast that line net and we find that common thread kelly hasn't all of that always been true you've always. seen how i roll
6: yes sir it's one of my favorite things about you
5: well, <laughs> oh, I feel like hand. Hey, hey, sister, I love you so much. Love at first sight. <laughs> right. Love at first That's sight. Nice. Look at this. Love <laughs> at first sight. I believe in that.
6: I just wanted to thank you so much, Dave, for having us too. We haven't had a chance to say that. I really appreciate you inviting us over to talk about tomorrow. Thank you again.
5: Talk about tomorrow. Thank you so much, Dave. And one of the things I say is the past shakes hands for the future through the now, right now. Here we are, and that's it. And another is Dancing sideways down the ribbon of time, the path they had lit by the echo of behind. Dancing sideways down the ribbon of time, the path they had lit by that echo behind. And that's pretty much what you're talking about, isn't it? That echo of, of all those uh, umbilical cords that were planted on your island, of, uh, hundreds, maybe thousands yes. of years, mm-hmm. umbilical cords since the people. What did they originally row in from other islands and so on? They rolled in and they looked around to this uninhabited island and they said, uh, uh, here we make our stand. Is that right? That happened thousands of years ago, hundreds of years
0: ago. That's right, Do you know that history, how that happened? It's ancient. Ancient. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ancient, ancient, and and been disturbed by the past several hundred years, thousand right. years yes. of colonialism Richmond, and racism Richmond. and genocide. That's right,
1: Val. Yeah, climate climate destruction is is a kind of colonialism. But so colonization is not new to us. So we've suffered greatly, though. We continue to suffer today because of it. You know, um, capitalism, um, private property, Dave, these kinds of ideas. Mm. You know, we, we continue to suffer from them. So when we look at climate change, it's only, I am I, so grateful for the opportunity I have to work on this march as to be the main organizer for the Pacific Islander contingent. Wow. Because I was, you know, when I came in, because um, my sister Fui Fui, she did it last, uh, 2015, the march in Oakland, and she did an amazing job, and she's just, an amazing uh, organizer and just an amazing human Where being. Where is she? Uh, she's um, working on her dissertation. Um, <laughs> exactly. Dissertation is actually about uh, sexual violence and and the state um, of wow. of being of Tonga and and um, and and also being Pacific Islander. Yeah. Wow.
5: Yeah. Well, this is, I'd love to talk to her. See, this, these are the two or three or one hours, whatever, are open to people about it to find that common thread. Yes. Yeah. And that sounds like an interesting set. So talk. To Let her know this is happening, and Mm -hmm. let us know this is happening. The great thing about this is, is right, Val, that it's pretty much well over through the summer. It's every other Friday, but uh, it's usually each each and every Friday to come on in. You don't need a special invitation, and my role is to make sure, as an MC, is that nobody goes away mad. Nobody goes away (laughs) sad. Everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do and to find that common thread and to get to know one another
0: in a good way. Kelly. Dave. And I, and I think we have uh, the I mean, the common threads are like f- like float flying in the wind today like s- twirling around in here yeah. um, a friend of mine um, who did her dissertation uh, she she just became a doctor of peace uh pe- peace and conflict but stress emphasis wow. on the peace part yeah. um, she's down at the Pacific Media Center in Auckland New Zealand oh my
1: goodness. and so oh my goodness she told me today she's like we'll be out on
0: the streets wow. in New Zealand tomorrow as wow. well and she did her dissertation? She uh, on. Um Guam and the north and the Northern Mariana Islands yes, okay. and the struggles that they have there with the military colonization yes. and that continues well, to be pervasive yes. um, wanting to you know the US military wants to move everybody off of one of the islands right. so just so that they yes. could bomb it for for practice like Where strategic bombing practice yes. I mean yes. this hor- horrendous you know um, affronts to not only yeah. the people there traumatizing the people moving them off of trying to move them off of their Lands or sequester them to one part of a very small island, so they could bomb the other side. Um, and there's so many like American veterans who come from the Pacific too, who yes. come from Guam, yes. and yes. and yet the the military continues to just try to utilize these these islands and and, and abuse these people and cultures um, for for target practice.
1: Yeah. Um, so well, I think uh, American Samoa, which is just Samoa. Um, it has the most uh, per capita uh, soldiers, right. especially in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So and, and so the the death toll for that small island. So it's the same thing with climate destruction. How in you know like Penny Opal Plant was saying in the southern part of the hemisphere where where the seas are rising and and people are just trying to survive because the seas are overtaking the, overtaking their homes, mm-hmm. um, and, and also overtaking of uh, just lots of. Um, Lots of photographs come to mind, overtaking their sacred burial sites and and these schools and and these kinds of things, um, you know, their plantations to our, or their uh, places where they grow food in their gardens, but, um... Really,
5: so much to do, and I know I'm getting a vision of the Oceanic people. Then here yeah. you are, up, 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 raised in many different islands, blotted around different Western colonialist uh, yeah. churches. Some say, the, the Mormons say, well, we'll take this one. The Catholics say, "They take this one. And they work out something, and then they kind of descend on it. But in fact, I see one, one, one people emerging.
1: Yes. Is that right,
5: one maybe
0: emerging. Well, we're going to take a break. I think, I Kelly. Yeah, we'll play hey, a little a a music. Day. Kelly Johnson, I, Revolutionary Photography. Dave, Dave I was
6: trying to sneak out on you. So well, that.
0: that
6: we're like doing
5: say your farewells. And how uh, are you going to be found tomorrow? Are you going to be? Do well, you have things exactly <laughs> <going> to be <laughs> running around out there so much? At Six
6: o'clock, and I am going to be every single where, and I got wow, secret great. sonic access to a roof, so I can get all of those wow. murals that we will be painting in the afternoon. Oh my Couldn't goodness. not be more excited about it.
0: That's oh, so cool. I, Kelly Johnson. We'll see uh, her from behind the lens. That's um, how, how it usually comes wow. through. And then um, I just
5: got to, I, I, I heard right of the corner of my ear that there's going to be seven. that said uh, this is part of a conference, this is our, our people's role at this conference that's coming up. Uh, know that we're here. Right. And we're listening and we're participating and we're right here, the, our human human beings coming together right here
1: so Kelly, so good to see you so Dave, uh, I've got to go too Yeah. Thank okay, you, that's yeah. what I'm Thanks saying, so, so hang up us. let's wind up, Diamond Dave, thank you so much and thank you so much, yeah. Val. Val, Kia ora to your friend too in New Zealand All right. and help Dave with for her studies in Guam yeah, mm. Yeah. You, thank you are I you are actually, living here in the Bay Area? Yes, I live in Berkeley, Berkeley. Well, Berkeley. Right. Yeah. well let's
5: well, let's do a little prayer hold on let's do a little prayer and I, I'm on that, it's called the Red Road. I always like to use this. It's, it's the warrior path, and for me it's the sober path. I've been on it 17 years. So this is the prayer of the Red Road. It's taken from the Lakota, but I think it works in every situation. I'd like to say at least once a day. And, it, and uh, the warrior path, the sober path, that's the one I'm on at 80. Thanks to the Red Road and thanks to the, all of this happening. It goes like this. Great spirit whose voice I hear in the wind, whose breath gives life to the world. Hear me. I come to you as one of your many children. I'm small and weak, but I need your strength and wisdom about doing more together than than we, any of us can do our own. I need your strength and wisdom. May I walk in beauty. Tkachala all my relations and that's the beauty way and i believe that's the path we're all on that's the path that's emerging whether it be from the island or from the from the from the, from the islands or, the, or the, go, go, wherever it is we're from we're finding our common thread hey val do you have anything you'd like to add I think you said it all, Dave. I haven't said it all. So, hey, Kelly, I'm opening the door. I said, take down the walls, open the doors, get rid of the borders, too. Kelly, yep. uh, 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 give us a last summation of what occurs to you. We're, we're going to take it away from here, and we'll see us all uh, tomorrow. At, uh, tomorrow uh, wherever we had Occupy, pretty much.
6: Exactly, yep. We're going to be in Embarcadero and Civic Center. Everybody, we would love to have as many people as would like to come out, come out. You can come out, sing. You can come out and paint you can come out in march just idea. join us.
5: Okay. Yeah. Then as far as marijuana no is concerned, it's legal now.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Not
1: on the a streets, bus- Dave. Bus- just kidding. Bus- oh, yeah, um, Sure. Yeah. Well, we're, thank you. It's yeah. wonderful
0: to be connected with yeah. all of everyone in this room. It's. I feel like yeah. this this day is is already just very very special. That beautiful day. Yeah. Um, and and luckily we're all local, so this can yeah. happen again yeah. here at Mutiny Radio pretty much anytime you want. Okay. we're well, do
1: Okay. Yeah. We're going to end with a blessing. Oh, they have to go They something to do. Just as my, so give us a blessing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, just, um, language. yeah, you know, and, and thank you. Okay. To, that's to our uh, Moana Nui, the, the great Pacific Ocean for us, is our grandmother. Just I just said, thank you so much for the love, and thank you for keeping our sacred relationship.
5: Excuse me. That's what we're all about, <laughs> the
0: Sacred relationship. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Blessings on your journey. This is Mary Isis music.
8: Ending this way,
5: over this beautiful, beautiful music, to tie it together, these are the words that came to me just before I, uh, just before I turned 80, when I sing, oh man, old man, is all over, and here's the word, please repeat it after me, out there, or in here, where we happen to be, let's do it, learn to love, learn to love,
8: learn to love, learn to love. Love.
5: love to learn, love to learn, this never ends. And this I, thought for a never minute, ends. I said, that's it. This is what we're doing here on a Friday afternoon. It's what I'm doing in life. That's what keeps me young. At 80, born in 1937, so much history and history coming together. Thank you, Val.
8: You can do
0: with some music from Mary Isis. You should definitely check out Mary maryisismusic.com. I'm going to be playing a little bit more from her. Um, she's someone who actually grew up um, mostly in Hawaii, um, but definitely sings beautiful music and is very, very in tune with uh, the universe and the spirit of life and so um, she has been a guest here on Mut- Mutiny Radio before. So happy to play music from Mary Isis. Um, it, in addition to what's that, Dave? Not only is was she a guest here, here and here, have a group of sisters
5: who began out of the Big Island mm-hmm. who began their U.S. tour right here. That's true. That was a few years ago now. And you about remember, four years and ago. When she got back to the Big Island, she told other people, "When you come, who are coming up, to, uh, coming to the the, the forty, whatever, the mainland, uh, whatever, the not mainland, coming here." The mainland. That's an interesting idea. That we're the mainland.
0: Well, we're but the anyway, big, big they, land. It was
5: a big <laughs> land. and uh, when, they, when they got back to the big island, they told other musicians when you uh, who are about to go on tour. Well, when you start your tour in San Francisco, That's be sure right. to come to Mutiny Radio.
0: Yeah, and they have, and they have. Someone become famous. What's his name? Uh, well, well, we, you know, when you open the door, right, Dave, and, and let people come in and uh, welcome everyone, then the people want to keep coming back and tell people to come here. So we're really grateful for Mutiny Radio. And, uh, um, you know, the Common Thread Collective is a very, very special entity here. Hell yeah. A flagship show, we could say. Flagship, but a flag is a world flag. It's it's whatever flag Peace it is it's
5: hold close, rather than a, a flag of any nation. Mm. Any nation. We're transcending all of the nations because we can. We're being heard totally, totally across borders. Borders. I say, take it, take it on the walls, open the doors, get rid of the borders too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, collectives, personas, human beings. I'll add that too. But borders just a line on their map. And the Mutiny radio. You could wherever you happen to be, whatever side of any artificial borders, we're here. And look who's here. We got another two. Hey, brother.
9: Hey Dave Hello Dave Hey both of you Rob So good to see you back Oh it's great to be back And, and
5: we've we just had an amazing interview, You know the sisters coming through and We're talking about the, Do you know about the march tomorrow by the way?
9: I am entertaining tomorrow where I'm at the march, I'm part of the entertainment. I have uh, an environmental short story or poem. I don't know which yet.
5: And that's going to be early
0: on in uh, You know. I'm not
9: sure about the timing. I think so, closer to ten. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's down be. At, yeah, down at the uh, down at the Embarcadero Plaza end of things. That's the one. Yes.
5: Okay. Okay, that will be. That's going to be an amazing collection of human beings. I can tell. <laughs> so what did what, what did you bring today, brother? Here's and, look who's and here. Jack. Uh, Jack, and there. Jack, on Jack, Jack, Jack,
10: come Jack. I got a couple of my ancient poems from half a century ago <laughs> <laughs>
5: well it's us uh, okay, go ahead half, um, halfway to antique
10: yeah <laughs> yeah. pretty old that's for sure <laughs> this, this first one is about when I was a kid um I was born to be Roy Rogers, Hopalong Cassidy, the Cisco Kid, Flying Champion, Topper, Diablo across the prairies of morning, born especially to die, shot with imaginary bullets from a dirty stick. Twenty thousand drawn-out, groaning deaths rolling down the hills, heaped up to make the basements of suburbia America, till my brother told where I stole the wood for my dugout Fort Apache, and I had to come in for the night. Wow. I was born for the glories of science, studying past midnight, neath my big star-strewn window, in upstairs bedroom Milwaukee for A's in chemistry, physics, trig, so I could be Henry Ford, Horatio Alger, Hank Reardon, hero of Ayn Rand, capitalist epic, and garner scads of lovely lucre, and win the heart of Dagny Taggart, till my telltale brothers, who actually did buy into this cruel material dream, called her the girl with dollar sign eyes, and made a mockery of all my fond imaginies. I was born to ride the whale's road, yeoman companion of oilers and able seamen, to steal the ship's bell for barmaid Bonnie of Craig's Tavern, high on the sea cliffs of St. John, Newfoundland, born to howl frenities of anguish and tell the way to moonlight millpond doldrums of South Pacific then to land splat in sixties Frisco summer of love, head full of pot and poetry, Mm arch enemy of true love vows and jealousy, to metamorphose into free love wizard of hippie commune tribe, vanguard of art revolution, sure of final liberation of American dream, till I'm caught one night in an anti war riot, sabotaging free enterprise, to be cuffed and dragged off for Eldritch tortures in backroom Berkeley pig station, then thrown out on the traumatized streets in the dawn of yuppie coup to co op all populist prerogatives just in time to witness the final flensing of the right to pursue felicity. I was born to be the mad scholar of the shattered heart, to trace the mazes of tireless verse in the musty libraries of the University of the West in quest of the ultimate solution to a mortal fate. To wander pondering beneath the stars in the wee small hours of Oakland till inspiration, faith, tenacity, and tuition are all used up, my brains finally grown in seizures of spasmodic cognition, oh my and I'm luckily sidetracked, rescued, abducted, seized by a horde of mad bikers off the California coast to fly through mirages of noon away from the horrors of thought. Well,
5: is he? Oh. That's kind of Ginsberg, uh, John Dos Passos, so much of woman together, and you say it's fifty years old. That poem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really, I, that's yourself fifty years ago. Yep, I got one more. Is that Well, okay?
0: well do we have David Williams on the phone? I just no, heard. no, no. He's now he's calling in a few. Okay, good. I'm watching okay, the uh, give us one more. Jack. That I, was one of my. That was one of my favorites of your pieces. Oh, okay.
10: Well, it doesn't rhyme. I like to rhyme these days, but oh, oh no, 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 no,
0: no, no! But it's got it's, it's, it's got so much to it, though. It's 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 a tale. Okay, well, this one it's this Gems- one is Burying. it's
10: it's just after Vietnam. It's called September 1975. "'So the magic comes back. "'It was only the war, and love outlasts hate, "'and the craftsman sets up his afternoon tables "'on the sun side of Telegraph Avenue, "'and young college students saunter or "'up towards the campus, looking for love, "'believing in love and in wonder, "'with a revitalizing face of the young, "'and the natural fantasy of life seeps back into Berkeley, "'filling the vacuum of the ambience of war's surreal absurdity, "'and the time of martial law, "'and the time of cordones of armed troops "'marching through Sather Gate "'and the time of police murders is gone.' and was never real, like the time of joy that has come back strong to dispel again, but now forever the wind of pig horror that anciently blew through is from the garbage dump of human greed. And various poets and painters and music makers who lived happily alone before the folly commenced, who lived high in towers of cold aesthetic isolation, pursuing the favors of forsaken gods of bleak, tormented luster, strange, indrawn, recalcitrant spirits who were never really young, and only invaded the landscapes of human care and human need to fall against the fleeting chaos that ground through town ten or fifteen years ago, and only seemed a permanent change but was really the last throes of dying evil high school pariahs whose passion could muster the courage to risk any harm but never quite summon the guts to love they are now exiled from their easy book lined cells of fond escape, thrown to the mercy of the smiles of ageless desire, ambling inexorably toward them along telegraph, where paradise has come to live forever since the fists of war have unclenched for caressing. Lousy.
0: Wow. The fists of war have unclenched for caressing. Caressing. What's... what's, The context of everything. Was that written in the
5: 70s? Yeah, 70s. September
10: 1975. So your poetry,
5: the words you do capture these moments in time. Moments in time that I also enjoyed. I was there. I was there. I was living in uh, Berkeley. I was living uh, uh, just south of right by the farmer, the flea market, the farmers market. You know what I mean? Sure, I sure do. And that was a, a place to come on a Sunday, and a happening place, and a po- po- poetry place. All these connections. Val, all this hipstery is amazing. It's just.
0: But do we have David Williams now? He he did call in. Yes, we do david williams is on the phone okay would you like to put your headphones on so you can I hear
5: people and rob i want you to think of a few that do something oh you I have whole pages in front of you but you're going to take us out so david williams are you there
11: i'm here how are you doing diamond dave
5: how are we doing how are you doing that's the word that people are here 50 times a day and i always have the same answer good enough doing have good you enough. been listening to the show at all
11: uh, no, just the last couple of minutes, I've been totally busy, but I'm oh. here just oh, man, to wait until a thunderstorm ended at Greenville Park, and now it's not so noisy, I thought I'd call you in. I don't
5: know, I don't know what I'm doing.
11: We're here with the, uh, I'm here with Glenn, uh, uh, who's the, I, Glenn Wilson, and he's a journalist, and he has an uh, online called New American Journal.net, and uh, he did an article today uh, about the adventures I've been having here at Greenbelt Park and the uh, overture to the White House going there on August 30th and beating the drum with the Peace Pole and then uh, coming back here and then took some pictures and wrote an article that he just published today. So I have him here with me on the speakerphone. And um, I guess I talked to you last, uh, months ago when I was on the road from, on the way to the gathering in uh, Georgia. And then after that, uh, Wave and I went to Atlanta and uh, were joined by my teacher's daughter and grandson to do the walk from the Carter Center to the King Center. And then uh, Wave and I have been hop, skipping, and jumping, went to 15 cities along the way, walked around the block of City Hall beating the drum, asked the mayor for a proclamation of a season of unity, harmony, and peace. And um, I wasn't a very good salesman because only one out of those 15 cities agreed and got a really nice proclamation from them from Petersburg, Virginia, as well as the one we got from Tucson when Wade was there too. So we got to Greenville Park after the action at the White House was just walking from this place they called David's Tent in D.C., it's a 24 7. Ecumenical Christian revival kind of tent meeting in the Washington Mall for three years, uh, celebrating three years on 9 11 coming up in a couple of days. So we went there and bought the peace pole for Jerusalem and had a little talk with him, and then walked that over to the White House a mile or so away and set it up in the rose garden for the guard, flower garden lawn where we didn't know we weren't supposed to be
12: Lafayette Park.
11: Lafayette Park. And then uh, by the time everything finished, the Secret Service guy came on the bicycle and chatted up and uh, was very friendly and took the little flyer with all the information, and I told him to please get it to the president. You know, he didn't. He was not going to come out, I guess, because the Secret Service guy didn't know he was coming, so then I decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and pack up. And then the park district lady comes park police or whatever, and then she's all kind of irate, and she says... Uh, you can't do this without a permit and the law says because you've done it then I have to, that's a legal precedent now anybody can do it and I can't stop them. <laughs> so you kept saying that to me over and over. And that's <laughs> Lafayette Park, eh? Yeah, Lafayette Park right behind I've the been there. for the Proposition 1. and You know, right behind the Proposition 1 vigil there's a little square of grass that's now all fenced off of a temporary fence so that they're protected behind their little scene. Then the next thing towards the Andrew Jackson statue there is the, this long kind of a lawn area with flowers planted around it. When Wade and I were there in 1980 for 11-day vigil, we were amazed that, every, that they would come in one morning and they would rip out all those flowers and put new potted flowers in there. They never let them grow. And, uh, but anyway, it, it's a real pretty. And there's a lawn in the middle, like a long oval-shaped lawn, and that's where we set up the peaceful and everything in the middle of it. And then uh, Glenn took some pictures and a little video, and that's all included in the article that's on the newamericanjournal.net site uh, under Public Affairs just came out today. Wow. I posted it on your Facebook page and all. So next uh, stage is, uh, you know, the president didn't accept the message apiece. I emailed up and down all over it every Sam, way I could. And, the uh, that means it has to maybe... Uh, that's the third time to try, we did it in 1980, and after the Rainbow Gathering in Virginia, took the Peaceful to the White House, the Lafayette Park for eight days, vigil 24-7. Nobody bothered us, the cops or anything, and then uh, left and then came back with it uh, at the end of the Long Walk for Survival on November 1st, 1980. So that's that's 38 years ago, this coming dedicated. up, November 1st, All Saints Day. So. Coming back next time is uh, October, uh, October 24th to 31st. going to have a gathering here in Greenbelt Park and the Global Peace Council every day from 2 to 4 p.m. in areas. the Sweet Gum Picnic area, which is an open to the public in the daylight hours. For anybody to come, it's like the Greenbelt Park free speech area. It's a huge lawn where the deer graze in the evenings. And that's where we had the camp for the Long Walk for Survival in 1980 in this huge, gently sloped, giant grass meadow kind of thing that went next to the bathrooms and the big parking lot and so forth. So from 2 to 4 p.m., on October 24th to 31st, we'll have the Peace Council there. And then on November 1st... Not uh, next year. This year. Oh, this year. And then, and then November 1st, uh, we do the 12-point. Three mile walk into Greenbelt Park to the White House by way of going to this David's tent, D.C. thing. And then uh, they're going to have, a the beginning of November, a big ecumenical if you're not afraid of Jesus, come and pray to the Creator with us, kind of thing. And with teepees and the indigenous people from all tribes, D.C. Dot, organization like that on Facebook, they're yelling folks from around the country to come. They've been doing this 24-7, 365, playing music and t- talking and whatnot for three years on the Capitol Mall in this giant kind of like, uh, you know, like a big giant uh, pop-up thing you have at a yard sale or something, a giant t- black-looking tent. There's a stage inside and a cross up there and, you know, you know, your drink table and stuff like that, and literature table. And the real nice people, the two women that I met, were very receptive to the message about the peaceful for Jerusalem and were thanking me for being there. And they told me all about what they were about and everything and how they were excited that the different Muslim and Jewish leaders come by and get along because they're there because the Jesus' vibe is good, and this kind of thing. So we're going to walk there first on November from here uh, five hours altogether with rest stops, uh, leaving the All Saints Day, the 1st of November, from Greenbelt Park, Sweet gun Picnic Area, to the David's Tent, D.C., and then another mile after, a little, you know, 20 minutes there or something, another mile walk to the White House, to the Lafayette Park, and then offer the peaceful ceremony again at that time. And also, along with it, carrying all kinds of environment messages to how to fix the problems that Standing Rock is standing for. And the marches this weekend are all about the climate change. Well, we're bringing the remedies. We're bringing the ideas. We're going to gather them all together in this council and then uh, bring them to the White House and the government on the All Saints Day, November 1st.
5: So well, really? The- David? You'll yeah. be amazing. You amaze me. Your dedication, you. your energy. You've been devoting your life to this. Several times I've been there. I was there for beat around the bush. After the uh, uh, we came down after the first Arizona, the first uh, uh, Vermont gathering was on 1991. We came down and had a, they, they had a drum circle there. Uh, that was uh, that was the drum circle, and the drum circle right outside the White House. And he said to Dan, the president. Who was Bush at the time said, The drums, the drums, I can't sleep. Those goddamn drums, they won't stop. And we were called Beat Around the Bush. And so there were, and uh, uh, this, this is my nice. part of history. We came down, we stayed in Lafayette Square, and they had rules you're not supposed to sleep. So that's where we first discovered Greenbelt Park. And that's one place where nearby you can camp for a very, very minimal fee. You can camp, and that's what he's talking about having his council there. So, David, you'll be an amazing human being. Our paths have crossed down the decades. So glad you called. And uh, and here we are in San Francisco. And keep up the good work and keep letting us know what's happening. All right, David? I remember right. the Peace poll. I remember when we got the Peace poll out of jail, when they arrested the Peace poll. Where was that? Well, that was in Dallas in
11: 1984 when you and Dana Beale and Plunker... Put together that rainbow peace caravan to the Democratic and
5: Republican convention. Republican in Dallas, and they took the peaceful. And you and I and a few others went to the jail and, and liberated the peaceful. And I remember us walking out with that. So that peaceful itself is a lot of history.
11: Yeah, it does. That was a, a real powerful experience. The walk with the the punks and the the radicals doing the war chest tour and taking the Peace poll on it so it would keep the peace in Dallas and then 97 of us got arrested there at the end including the Peace poll and the 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 guy that burned the flag
5: at Dallas City Hall. Steph, that well, that day. was the Revolutionary Communist Party. We said to them, "Don't do that." There's people, there's people have other other ideas, but but and they, they, they 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 pretend it's okay. But uh, there we are uh, doing our circle uh, march in front of the in front of the Convention Center, I think. And I looked down, and there's a burning flag. And I said, "Oh no! Well, what the heck?" And he took that. Uh, that was Joey. He was a young member then of the Revolutionary Communist Party, the RCP, and he took it all the way to the, he took that, and he got arrested, of course, which is what they wanted. I uh, got arrested, and they took it all the way to the Supreme Court, and this is before we had this five to four reactionary court, and the Supreme Court said, this, you can this is free speech, burn that flag, isn't that right?
11: Yeah, that's what happened. It wasn't our doing, but it happened. And that,
5: that was Joey. Was hey, Joey. Yeah. Now I see him. He's a middle-aged dude, still with the RCP, still a dedicated Maoist, whatever it is they are, and thinking they're going to take us to the promised land. That's a whole different question. So that was Joey. That was uh, I was there. I looked down. There's a burning flag, and the rest is history. So, David Williams, we got so much history. You, 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 you it's always good to see you at the Rainbow Gathering with your dedication keep up the good work and stay in touch Val, do you
0: have something you'd like to add to it? Well,
11: uh, Okay, thank y- you, d- you very much Dave
0: Yeah, d- well David you, did you say you had another uh, guest on the phone? Glenn? Glenn Wilson? Yes,
11: I have Glenn Wilson here who's the Oh yeah, uh, Glenn Glenn, hello He's an experienced journalist he's kind of like step up from freelance where he's got his own news organization and he's nice. Contracted and worked over the years with different, new, you know, big-time newspapers, written articles for him. And he did this article today. Uh, he's here with me. Maybe he wants to say something. So he's been out. Let's,
12: let's go. Uh, Yeah, I just, uh, I just like, uh, you know, I, I, I've been a print journalist since the. Uh, the be. I've been a print journalist, uh, you know, for 35 years. I made it all the way to the front pages of Sunday New York Times, but I went independent about 15 years ago on the web, and so uh, I ended up in Greenbelt Park. I stay here about half the year as a volunteer with the National Park Service, and so I get a campsite, and I'm, close, I'm we're like 12, 13 miles from DC, so I get to go down and cover everything in DC, and live, live a low carbon footprint life, and and are uh, pretty cheap, and so I just David came in here and did a program in the park, and the Park Service Ranger here, the the head Ranger. Uh, You know, when he does certain programs, he mentions the uh, longest walk from 1978 when the Native American tribes came together and they came here to Greenbelt Park and had an encampment here, and they pretty much filled up the campground, I think, or maybe they camped in the Sweet Gum picnic area, I don't know, but anyway, they filled up the park and uh, over a thousand people, I think it was, and did their marches on D.C. from here. So it gets mentioned even in the park service history of this park, but they really didn't have a lot of information about it. They didn't have a story on their website. They didn't have many pictures. They got one picture of a teepee that was left here. And so uh, when I met David, I got to talking to David. I did a video interview with him. I went downtown and shot the video when he took the Peace call downtown. And I you know, had to think about it for several days and put the story together, but I finally put up, a, a really it's a history story about the whole Longest Walk movement and the Long sur- Walk for Survival that David and them did in 1980. And I just kind of put it all together in one place with all the information, a lot of links, a lot of pictures there, so that people can find it. even. And so I think the Park Service will even use this story on their website, link to it on the Facebook, you know, and they'll talk about it. It's an important event for the park as well as for the movement, you know, and for Native Americans and so forth. And so now the thing is up. I managed to get it up this morning. And, and working with David, we got it perfected, you know, uh, where we're satisfied with the, with the story and it's accurate and has the information it needs. So I hope people will check that out.
5: No, I can't wait to read. To you read it, hey brother, and Native people are there. I was there too. Was there asking, uh, asking the, the then president? It was the end of the Obama to free Leonard Peltier, and that's one name you haven't mentioned yet. But that was what brings Native people many times there to Greenbelt. I I camped there too. Was was to try to ask whoever's in the White House to free Leonard Peltier, isn't that right?
11: Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. You see, in Felipe, who you know is doing a hosting, in a week from now, roughly, the riders for the Leonard Peltier Freedom Ride from South Dakota on their horses are going to be coming to High Springs, Florida, and they're going to stay at Felipe's place. He's built a sweat lodge bigger. There's big pastures nearby, and that's a few days out from the prison where they'll end where Leonard is.
5: That's Felipe, so and Felipe's my close brother, my best friend, and he's in Florida. Isn't that right?
11: That's right. He's in High Springs, Florida, and he's going to be hosting the Peltier Freedom Riders there. In about oh, a week beautiful. Underway. And uh, so he's also going to bring his kitchen bus to Greenville Park for October 24th to 31st to support this uh, Global Peace Summit kind of thing. And uh, naturally, we're going to bring Leonard Peltier's clemency message to the White House on November 1st. And uh, that's the most important thing that this president can do to poke a finger in the FBI for their corruption and falsifying the evidence that put Leonard in jail. And I don't think this president's much a friend of the FBI, and he should expose their swamp of alligators that did this thing, and uh, that's why it would be good for him to let Leonard out of jail right now.
5: Hey, David, your optimism, your eternal optimism uh, 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 amazes me. My, your eternal optimism delights me. And hey, will you tell Felipe? Contact me on Facebook. I want to have a new number, and he doesn't have it. And I just realized he doesn't. Do I have it with me? But anyway, I'm going to put it on my Facebook page. But tell uh, when you see Felipe, let him know. And. Uh, how can we do this? Anyway, we'll connect. I need to talk to my brother, Felipe, and I, okay. I, I need to help make that happen.
0: I, I, I can send him your, your new phone number through our messaging here, Dave. Uh, perfect. So we, we can do that off air. We'll, send it. Okay. we'll make
5: sure Felipe has my new phone number, so that's a, and that's a, that's a good side benefit to what happened, because Felipe, Felipe and I are brothers for life. Hell Very yeah. good. So, David, I, I, I'm always amazed by your optimism, by your activity, by your belief in the goodness of others, even Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. David, keep up the good work. Thanks for calling. Nope.
11: Yes. Okay. Thank
0: you very much, Simon Dave. Love you. Have a good day. And, and you, t- and you too, Glenn. Thank wow. you so much for that article. We are going to post it on our Facebook page, Common Thread Collective. I found the link, um, and uh, yeah, we want to keep keep the keep the word going, spreading the word, spreading the love, uh, working towards peace all across yeah, the world. Like Washington good
5: good reason. Uh, Greenbelt Park is there. It's a campsite. You can come and camp there. You can put your T.P. up. You can put your tent up. You roll out whatever you have and you'll meet a bunch of interesting people and it's just for a couple dollars a night. Greenbelt Park, just outside Washington DC, that's a good place to go and so I highly recommend it, having stayed there myself.
0: Wow. What a day here on the Common Thread Collective. It's so good to be here at Mutiny FM here in San Francisco's Mission District, being able to uh, be a platform, um, a hub of communication for people from around the country and around the world to call in, uh, to, to come in and be a part of this conversation where we're looking for uh, community, we're looking towards solutions, we're, we're working towards peace and, and a healthy planet. And this is a, a very... Uh, uplifting kind of day.
5: Strangers becoming friends, friends becoming family, family becoming community, a community the a community on the move. That's, That's our, our movement. The common thread. So hey, Val, yeah, he's been gone for a while, but here he's sitting in front of me. I'm talking about our brother Rob. Rob, hey, hello, hello. It's uh, fine. Take us out. Of, I know you have some music in mind, and if you have something to add to it about us coming together and going out there in the world, and you're oh you're going to be playing at the march tomorrow, aren't you?
9: At the Embarcadero. Embarcadero A group of artists are going to be uh, entertaining And I will be with them, yes
5: That's at 10 o'clock, so come yes. on through So let's get a taste of what you're going to be doing Because uh, today was all about all that
9: When I'm, uh, when I'm sitting here listening to the, uh, the show Waiting for my turn I always try to key into what the uh, unofficial theme Is shaping up it to emerges. be It emerges And today it seems to be emerging as um, Getting rid of borders and inclusion So I know the perfect song to throw into that mix um this is a uh, this is by one of the great folk singers of all time Mr. Paul McCartney, don't laugh, don't laugh. I love he's a fellow human
5: being. He's got a new record out too, I saw.
9: He and he actually did go halfway to writing one of the greatest folk songs ever. Um, He didn't go all the way, but I jumped in and I threw out half of his lyrics and I rewrote half of them. And I like to think that this is maybe how this song would have turned out had Paul and John still been writing together in the '70s. Oh my goodness! So here you go, inclusion, no borders. This is uh, Let Him In.
5: No borders. I thought you. I thought also no boredom. No borders. No boredom. Here we be. Take it away,
9: Someone knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor, open the door and let him in. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell, someone knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor, open the door and let him in. single mommies, dirty commies, the non-binary, the tea party, the convicts, and the uh, kissing cousins. Open the door, let them in! trees, the pacifists, and the homeless, the veterans and the lesbians, open the door, let them in, the KKK, the WNBA, the pedophiles, and the crocodiles, the CEOs, the Jews and Muslims, open the door, let them in. Someone knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Someone knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Do me a favor Open the door And let them in
5: Wow! <laughs> Very funny! Very
9: and, and I will uh, follow that up with one of my own. This is... uh a black satire on the American personality this is called me (laughs) 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 take it away Who's that sneaking into my bed? A homeless bum with a brick to smash my head. There's a gun under my pillow, one of us soon be dead. You're gonna get it. Who's that sneaking into my pants? Some queer Charlie looking for a queer Charlie dance. The Bible don't abide, no pansexual dalliance. He ain't gonna get it. Uh, what? Do I support your desire to be free? I don't know, what's in it for me? Who's that sneaking into my life? Some Disney princess wanna be a Disney wife? Well, do you make more money than I do? And are you cool if I fuck around on you? Then you might get it. Who's that sneaking through the tall grass? Jailbait Joanie likes my style and class. Face like a donkey, but a donklicious ass, she's sure gonna get it. Don't tell, baby. Do I support your desire to be free? I don't know what's in it for me. Who's that sneaking into my tent? Some five-year-old wants to be held like an infant. Ain't you read the personal space commandment? You ain't gonna get it. Who's that sneaking into my land? Brownie serving whitey, foot and hand. Exploit 'em and blame 'em. Ain't life grand? They ain't gonna get it. Do I support their desire to be free? Welcome to the land of liberty. sneaking into my stash I need more loopholes to protect my cash it's fun to bitch and moan about the welfare state but welfare is 99% corporate we keep on getting it who's that sneaking into my mind some hippie fool crying about the ones left behind there may be starving babies but they sure ain't mine they ain't gonna get it Do I support your desire to be free? I don't know. What's in it for me? 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 (laughs)
5: Let's get on the same page. I'd say, you are, let's get on the same page, get on the, out of the box, and you'll be a push-the-envelope kind of guy. Yes, And you indeed. be pushing the envelope. Yes, You got indeed. anything inspirational?
9: Here we uh, go. I are,
5: got one uh, more. What you, do you have some poetry or something, something you'd like to do? What are you doing?
0: Uh, I, no, i got something else I have to do right now. Okay. I, I'm in for uh, more... i got a
9: short poem. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Poem and then we and can play some music too after this.
0: So,
5: take us out. It's been a great afternoon. And Rob, it's so good to see you again. Pushing the envelope.
9: I, I mean, should I do it right now? Or are you... Yeah, okay. Just a poem that I've been working on this week that also ties into the, uh, the attitude of, of today. Um, this is called Crimes Table. Okay. And this is jed- dedicated to Jeff Bezos. Oh, no. <clears throat> the
5: Amazon dude. Uh, the <laughs> CEO the and founder of the Amazon. The man in the world,
9: they say. There you go. Jeff Bezos. Raise your hand if you have less than you need. Come step into the truth that makes eyes bleed. Raise your hand if you have just what you need. An enviable state, may we be agreed? Raise your hand if you have twice what you need. Perhaps pragmatism, you now exceed? Raise your hand if you have ten times what you need. Ethically embarrassing, can't you concede? Raise your hand if you have one hundred times what you need. Just how deep are the depths of greed? Raise your hand if you have one thousand times what you need. Humanity's healing, you immovably impede. Raise your hand if you have one million times what you need, while others cry, die, suffer, and plead. The poor are powerless to proceed. There is no God to intercede. Mass murder is no minor misdeed. You imperil your imperative to breathe and breed.
5: My goodness. So let's get together. Love one another. Hey, Rob, so good to see you. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful you, to be here, Dave. The envelope. Yeah. Here. I've missed hey. you,
9: Val. I've missed you, Dave. It's good to be back.
5: Here we are. Good back in a beautiful day. Take it away, Val. I think it's been an amazing show, and it's a to-be-continued.
0: It is. We are, we are continuing. And so here's some music um, in light of the Climate March that's coming up tomorrow here in San Francisco and around the world. Um, this is some music from our friend Karaj Los coast from his album uh, suite called oil and water and this is a song that I like to play it's called the climate of denial
13: eyes melt away Turn up the echo Hear the decay Analog heartbeat On digital delay A junkie drummer Still searching for a vein As the timing slips away Selling out tomorrow for today Another spring, waiting for the snow Warm breeze, unsettled down below Reservoir of ice Twice the size of Texas Melts before our eyes Ocean level rises It comes as no surprise And the coastline slips away Soil's exhausted Crops waste waste away Increased drought and famine Nothing gold can stay, our endless summer lasts another day, as the seasons slip away. Selling out tomorrow for today, another spray waiting for the snow, warm Settle down below. Pressure, Pressure drops, drops and starts, starts to spiral in this climate of denial. Temperatures rising. Out the storm clouds Of gas and steam No one seems to know What any of it means I've been tearing myself down The shot went off without a sound In the heart of a ghost town Keeping my feet upon the ground I've been laying my roots down In the heart of a ghost town Illusions and apparitions Dust back into dust Learn to trust our intuition Is this the promised land or bust? Fall out of our ambition Can more be ever enough? Now the water is poisoned, the sky's alarming, the soil's too hot to touch. Build a ladder to the sun, and wrestle to the ground. Wind chimes recall generations lost without sound. Flashing orange warning lights, no sign of slowing down, if no one sees it. No one hears it, how will we resurrect our spirit? Whisper, I'll fade away in there and then rise up like a phantom to haunt the world outside in the darkness from these forgotten words in silent prayer and meditation. See beyond the disinformation and the broken promise of our industrial machine. The planet's road to ruin is paved with someone else's dreams. I've been tearing myself down to bring our spirit back around the heart of a ghost town To keep my feet upon the ground I've been laying my roots down Heart of a ghost common sense surrender silence to the noise is it design or coincidence and is blood as thick as oil we hit the ground running never see it coming Conspire with religion Till we're senseless on the floor While purple seas of madness spoil Earth's majesty We dream of halcyon skies And pastoral harmonies If the stars would ever allow it Ancient light for all the world to see Unabandoned valleys and darkened streets So many reasons to doubt it Would the dream reappear if the stars would allow it? It takes a leap of faith to keep on trying Beyond lost prayers and false horizons Keep looking up, hoping peace will be found. Shots in midair, grenades on the ground. It's hard to think twice. What's really going down?
0: everybody i hope you've been enjoying this music i've been playing here it's from our friend karaj k-a-r-a-j you can check out his music at karajlostcoast.com um yeah oil and water that is the name of the game today here folks so we've been talking about the rise um march for Sorry, March for Climate, Jobs, and Justice that's happening here in San Francisco and around the world tomorrow, Saturday, uh, September 9th, 2018. Um, here in San Francisco, you can meet down near the Ferry Building and the Embarcadero Plaza starting at 10. Uh, the march up Market Street will begin at 11. There will be two distinct um, moments of ceremony, both at 11 o'clock and at 2 p.m. But once you get to Civic Center, there's going to be a huge resource fair, it's some very grassroots um, event here locally and in San Francisco but also throughout Cal- from people throughout California and um, as uh, Kelly Johnson was saying they're going to be making or assembling what they plan for as to be the world's largest mural um, that's a pretty big order so um, that's that's a lot of what's happening here this weekend. And so I hope you tune in. Um, and thanks for listening to Common Thread Collective today. But also um, on Women's Magazine this afternoon, I had some guests, some indigenous women, um, both from, uh, from out of state and from the Bay Area. We had Gilda uh, Yazdi, who is the... Prez, uh, Vice President of the National Organization for Women. She's of the Diné people, uh, the from the Four Corners. She's in town for the Climate March. She was my guest on on Women's Magazine, along with Penny Opal Plant, who's a founder of Idle No More Bay Area, um, one of the. Certainly one of the strongest um, and most outspoken leaders here in the Bay Area uh, for Indigenous Rights and Environmental Justice, along with Karina Gould, um, who has been deeply involved in the East Bay, um, protecting Ohlone land, uh, fighting to defend the sacred site of the West Berkeley Shell Mound, which the City of Berkeley just recently denied yet another permit to build uh, on the sacred site. Um, uh, Karina Gould is also part of uh, the one of the only, or if not the first, um, women-led community land trust organizations that has a piece of property um, that they've ta- that they've uh, acquired in East Bay, over in Oakland, um, and so uh, and Mona Lisa Wallace was here, uh, also uh, Green Feminist is her handle. If you check her out on Twitter, uh, she is an attorney and um, she was. T- talking about how we can really have objectives to um, these actions such as a march. You know, uh, you can actually, you know, we can actually look at how we can change and amend the laws to protect the environment and protect the rights of people who live in these, you know, kind of um, fragile, fragile places um, where industry often wants to just take over So um, a big day here at Mutiny Radio. I hope you'll tune in to those podcasts and um, listen to the voices that came through. Um, I want to make a few other announcements. Also happening this weekend here in San Francisco is the green film festival so it's the eighth annual san francisco green film festival it's it's been happening it started yesterday it goes through september 13th um it returns for its eighth year with a week of new environmental films discussions and special events that spark green ideas and connections
5: I don't know a film that I've, I got called about uh, from a, a woman I think it was Mona who's uh, at the San Francisco State uh, Film Department, and she's made a film uh, about uh, the, which is up for an award, <laughs> which is about when we occupied the uh, when we occupied the uh, Neighborhood Council. Uh, council recycling area. Oh, yeah. you remember that? I and, do. And the park uh, evicted us. Right. And when, because of my connections with the hate back then, and I brought Occupy, and I pl- I've been told I play a big role in that film. And uh, when it's, I think it's the 12th. It's going to be shown the well, 12th. Well, there's,
0: ho- there's a whole schedule if you go to greenfilmfest.org um, and I mean, there's Tons of, of films that are that are playing throughout the week. I'll be there. We don't it, know the name of it's that about one.
5: when we tried to, when we occupied and tried to save the the the. recycling center, the center right recycling there by Keysar Stadium. And if you remember, I do. Uh, The
0: film ends with when I had um, Ed done. The son, who was running it, I had him here on the show. Do you remember that? I do remember Ed Dunn being on the show. Yeah, the, I mean it was a huge thing because the the, na- the, the the like neighbors, right? The neighborhood group said that they didn't want to have the recycling center there because it was uh, attracting you know folks that they didn't want to be around. Um, but also, in addition to the recycling center, there was a native plant nursery. That's right. So um, the, the you know a group of neighbors kind of raised a stink, um, got the the recycling center evicted the city took it over and now the city has a uh Kind of community garden there, um, but I, I do recall. I mean, it was a it was a lot of. Uh, and the part of the film takes place right here, a lot of around uh, this table.
5: It's on the film where we interview Ed Dunn and we talk about the history of the recycling center. That's uh, that I'm told that's in the film. Yeah, and so oh, that
0: it, the, when he was here, when he was here, I re- I recall, I recall. Well, it's now in the Sofiana So do you know what do you I know what the name of that it? film is called, Dave? I'm not, uh, I've, I don't think
5: she told me, but I think we could probably figure it out. We could. Uh, rec- we could. H-Berry recycling center. Save the recycling center. It's a film that will be shown. I think on the 12th of September. Okay. Uh, At the. Uh, That's good part to and know. part parcel of the Greenfield, so we, we are connected.
0: All right, and um, so yeah, tickets. General admission is 15. Um, if you remember, it's 13. If you're a uh, senior or disabled over 65, it's 14, and then youth are free with a student ID. Um you can also buy a six pack of tickets um, as well. Um there's a uh let's see. So yeah, again, check out greenfilmfest.org. Um you can also call the box office at four one five 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 two five five eight zero. That's four one five 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 two five five eight zero and yeah, check out the Green Film Festival. And I'm going to be going, going to, to one be, of uh, them tomorrow contemporary
5: night. Uh, down near the Contemporary Museum, they're at what, Second and Mission, uh, in that space? Where is the Green Film Festival? You
0: know, I think they're in different places. Okay, There's, right, uh, so one of on the, the places place. is definitely down at Fort Mason.
5: Right. Well, this so, is going to be the one much nearer where the Contemporary uh, Art Museum is, and where all that right there, right across from the Jewish Museum. I think you know where, just out of Mission Street, Second and Mission. That's where it's going to be shown, Okay. the, 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 the film I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that in which I play a big role, and which one of the scenes is right here at Mutiny Radio when we interview
0: Ed Dunn. And right here on the Common Thread Collective. Hell yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go see Warrior Women. That's at Cowell Theater um, down at Fort Mason. But there are shows, as you said, Dave, in different places. Uh, Yerba Buena, Center for the Arts. That's what I'm talking about. All right. All um, right. Yeah, I'm trying to find that, what, what film that might be. Um, I think it's the 12th, if my memory serves me well,
5: at Yuba Buena.
0: Okay, all right, so go check it out. Check it out, folks. Um, hey, Dave, you know what is also very exciting? Well, I'm very Our friend E.K. Keith E.K. Um, is being published, her poetry is being published by Nomadic Press. And um, she, they're having a book release party. So her, her book is called Ordinary Villains, which is a, such a great title. Um, but Nomadic, Nomadic Press is based in East Bay. It's in Oakland, um, over on Telegraph in Oakland. And so on Saturday, September 22nd, from 7 to 9 p.m., there's going to be a book release event and there's going to be they're actually releasing uh, seven books are going to be launched that night from nomadic press and so all the authors are going to be there to read a short selection from their books it is a free event saturday the 22nd 7 to 9 p.m at nomadic press that's at 2301 telegraph avenue in oakland um, so that's very exciting uh, definitely go check out buy a copy of um, E.K. Keats' book of poetry called no "Ordinary Kill- Villains." I hope she comes by. Uh, her, her editor was Natasha Dennerstein, who's another amazing poet here in the Bay Area, uh, originally from Australia. And uh, yeah, it's a big, it's a, it's very exciting. Um, also. EK let me know about an event she's a part of next Sunday which is September 16th up in Petaluma it's the Petaluma Poetry Walk the 23rd annual Petaluma Poetry Walk um, downtown Petaluma Sunday the se- September 16th from 11am until 8pm so all day and all the events are free and within walking distance EK is going to be at Aquas Cafe from 6 to 8pm um, that's on 189 H Street on the corner of 2nd and H in Petaluma and she's going to be Reading with San Francisco Poet Laureate Kim Shuck, Tongo Eisen Martin, who just won a California Book Award, and also uh, QR Hand. So that's going to be an amazing lineup up there if you're up in the uh, North Bay or you're feeling like going up to Petaluma. It's a lovely little town. Um, So, congratulations to EK for her book, her upcoming book, and we'll be sure to announce that again because we will be here next Friday, September 14th, here at Mutiny Radio. And maybe she will be too. Maybe so. Well, Dave, it's been a great show. Um, I know everybody's got to kind of gear up for tomorrow. So um, wishing everybody a great evening. See you there. We'll, tom- we'll see you out at the march tomorrow. Um, it's something that's happening around the world. So uh, very exciting. Um, I'm going to read a poem. And then, uh, and then I'll play a little music and we'll just let this cruise on out. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Mutiny Radio today. Um, also, looking forward, looking ahead into October. Litquake's coming up. I'm going to be performing in Litquake at Cafe du Nord on Friday night, October 19th, 8 p.m. with Jenny Lim um, uh, and the Brown Fellinis. Wow, okay. And uh, Paul forget his name. He's a guy who um, is integral in organizing the Paseo Artistico over here on 24th Street. Paul Robles, I think is his name. His, if I remember his last name correctly. And another really amazing poet, um, Rico. I've seen him perform at SF Jazz uh, Center. So uh, I'm really looking forward to being a part of that in October as uh, the world celebrates. Literary, the literary arts uh, here in San Francisco. So, here is a poem. It's called The Redwoods. The Redwoods remind us of where we are rooted as we reach for our calling. So much has, and will come to pass, witness every stage of development. So grand and immeasurable, we can only see horizons going up the tree. Yet each fleck is soft flesh. Each twist of bark was crafted by heat and cloud holding to center and to each other, each growing in its own weather. I'm um, Global Val. Peace to you all. Thank you, Diamond Dave. Good well, to be good here to be with, with here, everyone growing today. Growing on our own
5: weather. Well, let's see, it's a beautiful day in San Francisco.
0: Growing on our own weather, whether you like it or not. Ho, ho, ho. Take it away, Val. All right. I'm going to play some music, uh, more music from Mary Isis. Uh, oh, definitely goodness. listen, tune into Mary Isis music.com. You can also find her um, music on soundcloud spotify uh definitely support her she's an amazing artist and so let's play a song that's called light in your heart peace y'all we love you we love you just when you thought it was all over for today oh no 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 the common thread collective goes on and on and and we'll be playing some more music after this but we realized dave and i were sitting here we realized that we wanted to make um, a couple of announcements one a great big thank you to our friends at organic valley for supporting this show and letting us um know that that uh we're doing good work here. Um, thank you for supporting our show and, and making it possible for Dave to to continue to do what he does here on the radio um, and, and, and for the great work that they do uh, as a large profitable organization, but it's made up of a collective. It's the collective model. It's making sure that uh, family farms can thrive um, organically in an environment of, of big agriculture. Um, And provide, you know, healthy foods uh, for people to enjoy and consume around the country. And that's
5: Organic Valley family of farms we find their amazing web website. they become uh the the, the they be out of lafarge wisconsin right there in the very center of the in lafarge wisconsin organic valley hey george thanks for all you guys do
0: keep up the good work week after week we be supported okay now and on a very serious note yeah. um something that has been going on since um I believe uh, August 25th is the nationwide, even including Canada in some cases, prison strike. Welcome. Um, I encourage you to check out incarcerated Um That is the, the organizing committee. Um, so update prison strikes week three, uh, they put up um, an update just yesterday. Um, and here is some of the word from there. This is from, uh, issued by Prison Strike Media Team. New word of protest action within the prisons continues to reach us almost every day as the national prison strike enters its third and final week. We expect to continue getting reports from INSIDE in the coming months as lockdowns and communication restrictions ease. Speaking to a small group of journalists and activists at a press conference call on September 1st, Eddie, an Inside Jailhouse lawyer Speak representative, said, quote, On behalf of the INSIDE organizers of this particular prison-led movement, you have to understand that a lot of prisoners don't really want to co- communicate openly. A lot of prisoners are fearful. This is not a normal situation. I think a lot of people don't understand that prisons are barbaric and they are not transparent at all. Eddie goes on, reporters and everyone else have to do their research on how people have been targeted in the past. Like right now, we know there's an all-out manhunt for jailhouse lawyers speak leaders. So jailhouse lawyers speak is a group um, that organizes, uh, helps organize these these strikes. Um, We already know We already know this right here. They're looking for leaders right now and they want to take our heads off. Uh, Eddie referenced two leaders in the 2010 strike in Georgia prisons who were attacked savagely. Kelvin Stevenson was beaten with hammers, and Terrence Dean was left partially paralyzed, as well as actions by the state of California in 2013 to torment and isolate hunger strikers. He continued, quote, and then you have the Free Alabama Movement, we have where they were targeted in 2016. Not just them, but we have brothers out in Lucasville that were targeted as leaders, and these individuals were placed in even more horrific confinement. One thing the jailhouse lawyers speak, always say, is don't put your face out there. Don't put your name out there under any circumstances because if we're doing five years or 10 years on Supermax, there's nothing any of you at all can do. And all you c- And all you all have done is assisted the system into removing us. We'd be killing our movement off, and that's what we don't want to happen. So we won't have time for publicity stunts, and we understand the nature of what we're dealing with back there. Um, a full write-up of the press conference will be released in the coming days. In the meantime, organ- outside organizers urge the public to emphasize the original impetus for the strike, which is the incident at Lee Correctional Institute in South Carolina on April 15th of this year, 2018. Um, People reporting on the strike are reminded of the importance of discussing all of the demands of the prisoners. uh, The demand to end prison slavery, uh, while important, should not overshadow the other nine demands. Hey, let me reference those demands. These are the national demands of the men and women in federal immigration and state prisons. Number one, immediate improvements to the conditions of prisons and prison policies that recognize the humanity of imprisoned people. Two, an immediate end to prison slavery. All persons imprisoned in any place of detention under the United States jurisdiction must be paid the prevailing wage in their state or territory for their labor. Three, the Prison Litigation Reform Act must be rescinded, allowing imprisoned humans a proper channel to address grievances and violations of their rights. Four. The Truth and Sentencing Act and the Sentencing Reform Act must be rescinded so that imprisoned humans have a possibility of rehabilitation and parole. No human shall be sentenced to death by incarceration or serve any sentence without the possibility of parole. 5. An immediate end to the racial overcharging, over-sentencing, and parole denials of black and brown humans. Black humans shall no longer be denied parole because the victim of the crime was white, which is a particular problem in southern states. Six, an immediate end to racist gang enhancement laws targeting black and brown humans. Seven, no imprisoned human shall be denied access to rehabilitation programs at their place of detention because of their label as a violent offender. Uh, hey, I like that one. You know, like, hey, let's take the violent people and help them not be violent. What do, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, Number eight, state prisons must be funded specifically to offer more rehabilitation services. Nine, Pell Grants, those are federal education grants. Pell Grants must be reinstated in all US states and territories. Again, rehabilitation, if that's what it's really all about, let's let people get education. You think they're gonna be able to pay for it when they're making two cents an hour? No federal grants, Pell grants, reinstated. They had them before, they want them back. And the 10th demand on this list is the voting rights of all confined citizens serving prison sentences, pre-trial detainees, and so-called ex-felons must be counted. Representation is demanded, all voices count. So um, this is a national prison strike, also up in Canada, so North America. There are work strikes, boycotts of commissaries. Um, So in California, the new Folsom Prison CSP in Lancaster. There's a hunger group, uh, hunger st- group hunger striking there. In Florida, um, work strikes and boycotts of commissaries in Charlotte Correctional Institution, uh, Dade Correctional Institution, Holmes, uh, Appalachie and Franklin. In Georgia, the Georgia State Prison at Reidsville, Georgia Diagnostic and Clarification State Prison in Jackson. Uh, in Indiana, the Wabash Valley. Um, Correctional institution prisoners in a segregation unit initiated a hunger strike on the 27th, demanding adequate food and and to end to cold temperatures in the unit. In Kentucky, there's a boycott um, in the Manchester Federal Prison, Maryland Jessup Correctional Institute. A small group engaged in work stoppage. Um, Michigan, uh, a group of prisoners are boycotting all phone contact and payment to the global tell link. So yeah, the one of the things that um, kind of keep prisoners uh, from communicating is uh, a high cost of for phone minutes. So one of the first things that actually, uh, one of the first effects of this prison strike happened in Texas, where um, phone minutes used to be 26 cents a minute, and they brought it down to 6 cents a minute. Uh, in New Mexico, Lee County Correctional Facility in Hobbs, New Mexico, prisoners organized a work stoppage against conditions at the prison, uh, which is operated by the private corporation GEO Group, uh, which is also, um, the group that has all of these private prisons for, for, um, immigration, immigration detention centers, um, that are making a billion dollars a year in contracts from the U S government, by the way, GEO Group, uh, North Carolina um oh by the way in new mexico all facilities in new mexico were placed on lockdown status on the morning of august 20th statewide lockdown uh, has since been lifted um, for all except lee county north carolina um, at the hyde correctional institute um, they demonstrated in solidarity with the strike. Uh, at least one prisoner has been retaliated against at the Polk Correctional Institute for alleged strike activity, and there are unconfirmed rumors of broader participation across the state of North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Virginia, Washington, Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, so. This is happening, uh, folks, because we have so many people behind bars, and and constitutionally, they're still, you know, can technically be enslaved. Um, the, so it, it's a it's a definitely a, a highly racist system, um, with a, with a, a legacy of um, you know when when slavery was. So-called abolished in the U.S., uh, it's still allowed for people who are incarcerated to to work for slave wages. And guess what? The who the laws were made uh, against initially after slavery became illegal against the African Americans, and of course that has extended to um, Latino Americans as well. So um, we see. Uh, a racist history of incarceration, the very least uh, rehabilitation services need to be offered so that we can get these people out of prisons, they can re-enter society, um, and we can stop spending all this money on keeping people behind bars and spending more money on prisoners than we do on school children. So um, in solidarity with the prison strike around the country, check out incarceratedworkers.org for updates. And um, yeah, keep it up. Keep it up. To be continued, hey brothers and sisters, the beat goes on. Take it away, Val. All thank right. You. So after all that heavy, heavy stuff, wow. <laughs> heavy, heavy stuff, uh, for real, um, I am going to play some more Mary Isis music to, to soothe us from 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 some of these social ills. Peace, y'all. Wow,
5: hey, Val, that's great. Thank you.
8: reminders carved into stone True through the ages feel it deep in my bones Every cell in my body is working as one In perfect harmony Shining as the sun Taking it
0: Increased drought. Troublemakers Union Anti Fascist Folk. See, we can
7: see what you're doing to me and he and she and she and she. What the enemy? They cannot see, cannot see our unity. Worldwide, worldwide, we're on your side, And we cannot not see what you're doing to you and me And he and he and he and he No one can do everything, but everyone can do something No one can do everything, but everyone can do something Wake up stand for human race, just wake up.
4: You got to make trouble.
7: Freedom is a constant struggle. If you want some,
14: you've got to make trouble. We're the
4: troublemakers,
14: help us save the world. We're the trouble-makers, help us save the world. We're
15: the troublemakers,
14: help us save the
7: world. We're the troublemakers, help us save the world.
14: Well,
16: I have never talked about this topic. I won't say I've never talked. Howard Zinn. But I've never talked about this topic. You know, the art and society. Of course, I've thought about it. My wife is a painter. I have artist friends. Some of my best friends are artists. Some of them are here, observing me. but as I say, yeah, I, I've th- thought about it, of course, all of us have. And, uh, and what comes to mind when I think of the, you know, the relationship of the artist to society, what should be the relationship of the artist to society, and with me, it's always a question of what should be and not what is. But I think of the word transcendent, which is a word I've never used in public but it was the only thing I could come up with to describe uh, what I think about the role of the artist. And by that I mean, you know, not, you know, Immanuel Kant's, well, yes, sort of close to it, but not really, (laughs) his idea of what is transcendent, something like it. But the the idea is that the artist transcends the immediate, uh, transcends the here and now, the artist, well, transcends the madness of the world, transcends the madness of terrorism, transcends the madness of war. And uh, the artist thinks outside the framework and acts and paints and does music and writes, outside the framework that society has has created. And, and the artist may do no more than and i don't mean to minimize it by saying no more than the artist may do more than you know give us uh, beauty and laughter uh, passion surprise drama and that's that's good <laughs> uh, that is the artist needn't apologize for just doing that because in doing that the the artist is telling us what the world should be like, even if it isn't that way now. And the artist is, is taking us away from the moments of horror that we experience every day in this world, some days more than others, and, and showing us something else, showing us what is possible. There's no need for an artist to apologize about just giving us something that is passionate and beautiful and funny or any of those. No, no need to apologize for that. Yeah. But there is more. As the artist can do more, yes, should, should do more. Not only that, but more. Because the artist is also a citizen, the artist is a human being. I mean, I face that in a different way in that uh, if I'm If I can be classified well yeah the the society classifies me say I'm a historian (laughs) that scares me (laughs) to be classified I'm a historian but I don't want to be just a historian and but the the society uh, disciplines us (laughs) it puts us into a discipline you're a historian You're a businessman, you're an engineer, you're a this, you're a that. And the first thing somebody asks you at a cocktail party is, what do you do? (laughs) Which means, uh, you know, what, what is your profession? What is your, you know, how are you categorized? And the problem is that people begin to think that that's what they are, and that's all they are. That they're professionals in something and you hear the word professionalism being used and people say "Uh, you've got to be professional whenever you hear the word i get a little scared because uh, that limits human beings to working within the limits set by this profession as a historian, I, I would face this, and there would be, during the Vietnam War, there would be meetings of, of historians. Uh, can you imagine what a wonderful feeling that is, to be among 2,000 historians at a meeting? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I remember during the Vietnam War, this question was, at one of our great meetings of historians, the war was raging in the Southeast Asia. And the question was, should historians take a stand on the war? And there was a big debate on this. Really, there was a big debate on this. And uh, some of us you know, introduced a resolution saying, you know, we historians think the United States should get out of Vietnam. A simple little thing. And then there were others who said, no. Uh, it's, not, it's not that we don't think the United States should stay in Vietnam. It's not that at all. It's just that we're historians. It's not our business. Hey, whose business is it? So the historian says it's not my business, and the businessman says it's not my business, and the lawyer says it's not my business, and you know, the artist says it's not my business, and whose business is it? You mean we're going to leave? the business of the most important issues in the world to the people who run the country? I mean, how stupid can you be? (laughs) I mean, haven't we had enough experience historically with leaving the important decisions to the people in the White House, or the people in Congress, or the people in the Supreme Court, or the people who dominate the economy? We've had lots of experience leaving the important decisions to them because the citizen doesn't know he's a citizen. He thinks he's only a doctor or a lawyer or a historian or an artist or whatever. But back in the 18th century, Rousseau said, "You know, I see all sorts of people who are doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. But where are the citizens among us? You know, everybody, everybody must be involved. There are no experts. Well, there are." I remember during the Vietnam War, I keep going back because that's, you know. There are certain historical moments when learning is more intense than at any other period. I mean, this is one of those moments, too, right now, after September 11th. But Vietnam was one of those moments when learning is compressed. Uh, into a short span of time and place. And one of the things we learned about during those years was about experts and about when the war started and people would ask questions, why are we there? Say, well, listen to the experts. The experts would get on television and tell us why we're there. And I remember the British actor, an artist, right? Actors are artists. Uh, the British actor Peter Ustinov spoke out against the war in Vietnam, and then somebody said, "Ustinov, he's an actor. <laughs> he's not an expert." And Ustinov replied, "There are experts in little things, but there are no experts in big things." They're experts in this fact and that fact and that fact, but there are no moral experts. It's important to remember that, that all of us, whatever we do, have the right to make moral decisions about the world and undeterred by the cries that will come up, oh, you you don't know, you're not an expert. These people up there, they know. Well, it takes only a little bit of history to realize how dangerous it is to think that the people who run the country know what they're doing. So the word transcendent comes to mind when I think of the role of the artist in dealing with the issues of the day. And, And I use the word transcendent to suggest that the role of the artist is to transcend the given wisdom to transcend uh, the word of the establishment, to transcend the orthodoxy, to transcend, uh, to go beyond, to escape uh, what is handed down by the government or what is said in the press or what is said on television. Uh, Because there are people in the arts and people in, in other professions uh, who think, uh, well, uh, yes, let's get involved. Let's get involved in the way we are told to be involved. And then you will see the artists and the, and the other people in professions uh, getting in line in the way that uh, people are expected to get in line when the president says, this is what we must do. And all, everybody else in politics echoes that, and this is what we, what we must do. And, uh, and and we've seen this all around now. I mean, how many times have I read in the press since September 11th? Well, we must be united. And what do they mean by that? I would like us to be united, but united around what? Well, when people say we must be united, most of the time when they say this, they are saying either explicitly or implicitly, we must be united around whatever the president tells us to do. Dan Rather, right? TV anchor, anchored to the establishment. Uh, uh, Isn't that what an anchor man is? Uh, Dan Rather gets up on national television and says, Bush is my president. When he says, get in line, I get in line. Did any of you read that? Yes, he said it. I mean, I, I make up some things. <laughs> but I didn't make that up, you see. And I thought, here's is, here is a, a very important influential journalist, and he has forgotten the first rule of journalism. Just think for yourself. He's forgotten what that great journalist, I. F. Stone yeah, really probably you know, one of the several greatest journalists of the 20th century. What I. F. Stone used to say when, when he stopped working for the, for the major media. He, would, he was working for regular newspapers, and then he realized he couldn't be himself. He couldn't say what he wanted to do. And so he he established his own little newsletter, I.F. Stone's Weekly, which became famous for giving you things that you couldn't get anywhere else. And then I.F. Stone would be invited to speak to classes of journalism students and he would say, I'm going to tell you a number of things, but you really only have to remember if you really want to be a good journalist. You really only have to remember two words, Governments lie. Very important to remember. Governments lie. I mean, not just the American government. Governments, in general, lie. And when I say all governments lie, that may sound like an anarchist statement. The anarchists have something there. I'm not
17: right use that saying. I'm just gonna use this mic. not that to be
16: skeptical and suspicious of people who hold governmental power.
17: Hi. Yeah, hey everybody. This is uh, Dana's mic check. Mic check at Mutiny Radio. We're going to be starting here in just a little while, but uh, right now me and George are talking to each other. How are y'all doing? Yeah? Thumbs up. I like it. How about there? Nice. Another one. We got two mics. We're going to see how this sounds. Brian won't help me with a mic check. Why should he? There's this mic check. And there's this mic check. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dana. I like that shirt. Yeah, they're going to be quiet in this room for sure. Yeah, that'll be uh, quiet and this will be live? (laughs) This one, I
14: guess?
17: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, George is saying keep talking. Uh, He's saying uh, go around loop to loop. He's saying we're good. He's going to come out and go smoke. Yeah. yeah, Not this one? That's fine. This one you may. Well, uh, you're... This crusty looking one. Okay, uh, we're gonna try this one. This one it's uh, like a silver, silver dollar. Uh, this mic stand does not want to hug it. Yeah, uh, I like microphones that are silver. Uh, makes me feel retro and fancy. Um, when my great-grandfather died, uh, he had a coin collection. This also makes me think of that. Uh, and my uh, my dad gave me this coin that my great-grandfather used to carry around, and it was, like, literally, like, had rubbed off, like, where he <laughs> carried it around. <laughs> Whichever one we keep switching to is not working. Okay. So let's, uh, okay. There's, one, there's one Have left. this one yet? We have. This okay. is the last one. Okay. Let's try this one. Okay oh he hello hello hi how's that sounds like it's working already yeah yeah the shorty we're not gonna raise this for brian brian's gonna have to use it down here though no 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 we can raise this for old brian (laughs) I <laughs>
10: We, I don't we like care this. We probably like this. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not on this stand, yeah, yeah, yeah.
17: I don't care right. what you do. Let's
10: keep
12: that XLR yeah, and use the
17: this. Court. one. Yeah. yeah, sorry about this I I know. No. Hey, did you uh, look at the list? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Mom, do you have a second? I'm yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I think we're good here. Thank you, George. We'll see you in two minutes. Wow. Good.
16: My kind of loyalty was loyalty to one's...